You're listening to the Independent News Hour on WBAI 99.5 FM. I'm your host, John Tarleton, editor of the Independent. For our second segment, we'll take a look at one area in the recent state budget deal in Albany where advocates won a lot, and that's mass transit. There will be hundreds of millions of dollars in new funding for more frequent off-peak evening and weekend subway service. We certainly need it. And more than a billion dollars in new sustainable funding to keep the MTA running. In an email to supporters, Betsy Plum, executive director of the Riders Alliance, wrote, quote, we are not the sexy or simple issue to take on, but we broke through. Joining us now to elaborate on what commuters have gained is Betsy Plum of the Riders Alliance. Betsy, welcome to the Independent News Hour. Thanks so much. So uh, for starters, can you just uh, outline uh, a little bit more of what was won in that state budget deal for uh, strap hangers? and bus riders uh, here in, in New York. Absolutely. Uh, so it was, a as we were, you were just talking about, a really turbulent and challenging state budget. Um, but riders came together and were able to win some really monumental changes to or, uh, that will help improve the lives of everyday New Yorkers uh, with more convenient, affordable public transit. So what does that look like? Uh, the, the element that we're really excited about um, that will really have a tremendous impact for transit riders in this year's budget is what you just mentioned, new subway service frequency improvements that will be phased in over the next year that will really drop uh, most off-peak headways, talking about midday, in the evening, on the weekend, when we're really seeing those long, long wait times down to around eight minutes. Uh, so that's a huge moment that that we've seen. That was our number one campaign this year, fighting for more service, more frequency. Uh, it is a complex thing to explain. It's a little wonky. And, and so that's why we said it certainly wasn't simple. It certainly wasn't sexy. What else was there? Um, something else you mentioned, $1.1 billion in new recurring funding to sustain MTA operations. So the MTA, like most other public transit agencies across the country, uh, has had a lot of fiscal impact because of COVID, uh, losses in ridership. And when you have an agency that has so much of its budget dependent on fares, that fiscal collapse um, and the risk of it, which for riders means steep fare hikes, dramatic service cuts, layoffs, um, the death spiral that's talked about that would really absolutely devastate our region was was on the table and at risk. And so the new funding for the MTA and, and their operations will avert that fiscal cliff. We also saw uh, there was a planned fare hike that was softened uh, to a 4% fare hike. They had been proposing a 5.5% fare hike. Uh, so that'll look like the fare will go up about uh, 10 cents. And then there is a free bus pilot uh, coming. So five bus routes across the city will be made free as part of a pilot, one in each borough. And the last piece for bus riders is there was a, a the automated bus lane enforcement program was made permanent, made citywide and it citywide and it was expanded. Uh, this is another wonky sounding <laughs> piece of, of legislation sure. and program, but it's actually really important and it makes our streets a lot more equitable. It means if you're in a car and you're blocking a bus lane, if you're in a car uh, and you're double parked, you're parked in a bus stop, making it so that people can't get onto the bus. Um, cameras on buses can now 
ticket those cars. And, and that really means that, that bus riders and their time will count more and they will hopefully be able to, to get where they need to go um, more quickly and with fewer um, obstacles. Right. And uh, where do things stand with congestion pricing? It's moving forward. Last week, the federal government approved uh, the program. They issued a draft finding of no significant impact. That means the ball is back in our home court. Uh, there is a month of public, uh, basically the, the draft environmental assessment, um, the final determination needs to be publicly accessible. And so we expect in about 30 days, that finding of no significant impact will be made final and the program will begin, begin moving forward and it will hopefully turn on about a year from now. Right. And um, can you tell us a little bit more about uh, the Writers Alliance, um, uh, sort of uh, uh, who the membership is and, and how you all were able to um, uh, be successful in uh, winning more funding? Of course. So Riders Alliance is New York's grassroots organization of subway and bus riders. We fight for reliable, affordable, accessible, frequent public transit with the idea that that helps us to build a more just and sustainable New York City. Uh, we do all of this by organizing with subway and bus riders. We believe that public transit really is the beating heart of a vibrant, resilient city, but only if it's working and only if it's working for everyone. Um, so our members are very much at the heart of our work. Um, we hold elected officials accountable. We take direct action to guarantee that riders have a powerful voice in the decisions that impact all of us. Um, and we've been around for just over uh, 10 years, and we've really been proud to see uh, the power of riders growing, the power of riders um, growing through transformations to our city. And I think this year's state budget process really shows that we are becoming a powerful political constituency that Albany has to, to listen to. In terms of the six-minute service campaign, this was a campaign that was very much built on a lot of canvassing, base building in the Bronx, Queens, Brooklyn, um, going out, um, especially we, we did a tremendous amount of uh, rider organizing work and, and base building last summer. And we heard the same refrain from riders nearly everywhere we went. They were losing too much time and too much money waiting for the train or the bus. Um, and that's what the six minute service campaign that we pushed was about. It was about reclaiming that time, getting riders where they need to go, um, pointing out that there is, we can speed up trains. We can do all of this, but we need to have the political will. And what we saw in this budget, uh, this year is that the, the MTA, um, which the governor runs will be running subways basically as fast as they can run them right now. And we will uh, eagerly wait for the congestion pricing revenues to come back because that's how we're going to fix the subway and really get to six-minute service. Uh, we will be able to modernize signals. I, I'm sure everyone listening has been on a train where there was a signal issue, and that's why you're stuck. 
that's why you're not moving or you've gone to a train station and there isn't an elevator or that elevator's broken right these are this is what congestion pricing is going to do and so that's who we are this is how we do our work but we really uh fight for issues and campaigns that we hear as important directly from riders and then riders themselves are at the heart of forming and driving the brilliance behind these campaigns. Right. And, and we have to go here, uh, uh, in about 30 seconds, but real quickly for any uh, one who's listening and who's thinking, well, I'd like to fight for better subway or bus service in, in my neighborhood. How do they get involved with Riders Alliance? The easiest way is to go to ridersalliance.org. Um, you can scroll down to the very bottom of the page and join us. It's free. Um, we will immediately, you'll be able to talk to an organizer. You'll be invited to community events, um, be able to get involved in many different ways, shapes, and forms. And um, we are a, a growing community, and there's always room for more. So please, uh, if you have issues with transit in New York City, we're your group. <laughs> okay, well, Betsy Plum, Executive Director of the Writers Alliance, thank you so much for joining us on WBAI this evening. Thank you.